I'm Bob Sullivan, the new host of AARP's The Perfect Scam Podcast. And with Frank Abagnale and other top fraud experts, we're bringing you brand new episodes of America's most shocking scam stories. I got an email alerting me to 22 accounts that had been opened up in my name. Scam was masterfully designed. New episodes available now. Subscribe to The Perfect Scam Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon. Or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Boom! DDT! Nothing. What's up with you, brah? Oh, jack shit. Not much going on today? No, I uh, got a graduation gift from uh, Adam and Jay yesterday. They got me uh, Red Dead Redemption, to, uh, the, the the new one. Oh, nice. J- Jason and Adam? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, so I've just been messing around on that. Been playing it all day? Off and on. Nice. Hell yeah, what you been up to? Uh, nothing much tonight. Doing a little, doing some job hunting, lots of applications. Um, applications are a bitch nowadays, Jeff. Are they? Yeah, it's ridiculous. They, they let you upload the resume, that's fine, and then you have to re-input all the information again, ten times over. It's retarded. Why am I sending you the resume if I have to put all the same shit in? And they'll, at the beginning, it'll always be like, this will take you five to ten minutes. And it takes like, <laughs> it literally takes you 45 minutes to an hour. I believe it, dude. Those online things are fucking stupid. You have to look up everything. Every ed- address, every goddamn email address, phone numbers. Yeah, the thing with these online applications is... uh. You go to submit. You leave some blank. You go to submit it. Oh, you forgot to mention blah blah blah. Yeah, you forgot to give us your reference from five years ago's email or no, their home address, Jeff. Oh my god, dude! Like I don't know the home address of one of my old bosses. I never went to his fucking house. Are you serious? Yeah, <laughs> yeah we did. We did watch football together. <laughs> Speaking of football. Speaking of football. Chicago Bears blew it. Yep. Where'd you watch the game? Badgers. Badgers? Yep, with a, a, a slurry of Bears fans. Well, that's one good. One or two Packers fans and a Cowboys fan. Okay. I ended up uh, yelling at the Cowboys fans, at, Cowboy fan after the game. Yep, because they're going on to the next round. Yeah. Yep, that was quite that was quite the doozy. I mean, I couldn't think of a more classic way for a Bears season to end, really. Maybe a, a holding call. Yeah, <laughs> a holding call or a double doink. Seriously. Now, I was uh, I was depressed because of this game, so I turned off sports for like the last couple of days. But I heard. 
to with the Bears. First off, uh, I heard the lawyers got together and they said that that ball was tipped. Yep, there was apparently a tip. <laughs> Interesting. Which, yeah, to me, it's like, who gives a shit? Like, I'm not gonna crucify Parky. Like, I don't want his. I don't want him dead on a. On you know what I mean? I don't want him hanging from a tree or anything. Like, doesn't fucking matter. The kick didn't go in. Yeah, I mean, it's not like he didn't give you warning signs throughout the season that he might not be able to kick a field goal. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I mean, if you want to put your life savings on this fucking guy, then go ahead. But yeah, I, I'm kind of with uh, Levitard on the fact that like. Good God, the kickers have an insane amount of pressure on them and so much importance to a game that they mattered nothing to. Yeah, I mean, it's got to be the weirdest. I mean, you're not even part of the team. You're just an outcast. And then the whole season rides on you and all the pressure's on your shoulders. Plus, like, Parky's, I mean, it's, like, realistically, the Bears' offense didn't start clicking until, like, the very end. Which, yeah. which, oh, that pissed me off so much. Yeah, which didn't do anybody any favors. So, like, Parky scores, what, nine out of their 15 points? Is that how much it was? I, I Wasn't it 15-16 at the end? Oh, no, no, no. They, they went for a touchdown, and then they failed on a two-point conversion. So, he, he scored three points? I thought he scored more than that. I think it was just one field goal, but I could be wrong. I don't know, but either way, like, just don't put don't put yourself in that position. Like, everybody said, like, Trubisky had a good game. Like, okay, yeah, he did all right, but he didn't lead us to a victory. No. Like, I don't know, man. Like, I know he's it's only his second year, but, like, quarterbacks typically get destroyed, and Parky just becomes the scapegoat. They just shouldn't have been in that position. Like, don't leave it up to your goddamn field goal kicker to win the game. Like they, like I said, they didn't start clicking until the very end of the game. Like, a touchdown earlier in the game would have been great. Yeah, that would have been fantastic. I mean, if they if they done, like, what they did all year long and scored 20-something points, that would have been plenty. Yeah. But their, their offense kind of sucked. They went pretty... Nagy got pretty predictable, didn't have enough trick plays. Yeah. Start running Howard up the gut a little too much. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was extremely disappointing, man. I mean, such oh, a yeah. great such a great season and then me, Wolf, and uh Glenn watched it over at his house. At Wolf's? Yep, at Wolf's. Oh man. Yeah, he was pretty upset. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, I I FaceTimed him afterward. He was he was quite upset. Yeah. Um, hang on, what else? Oh, yeah. Hear about Vic Vinegar? Vic Vangio? <laughs> I heard about Vic Vinegar. I was super upset about that, but I, I mean, you can kind of see that one coming. Did you? Because uh, I don't, I, I think I heard this from Landmark, and he was probably just spewing shit at me, but he was telling me that Vangio wasn't uh, planning on going anywhere. No, I mean, I heard several people say that he was he was a prime candidate for a lot of these jobs. Yeah. I mean, I look back on, like, he's been coaching since the late 70s, finally got a head coaching job, so, I mean, you can't blame the guy. No. Everybody wants to try that out once. Um, but, yeah, huge loss. 
Vic Vic Fangio, the defensive coordinator, gone. Bear season over. Got to uh, find a new kicker. Yeah, that that won't be hard. I heard Robbie Gold's up uh, free agency. Really? Yeah, maybe want to get him back. Start making some field goals again. Yeah, maybe they will. Who knows? He still has only missed three since they let him go, amazingly enough. Really? Yeah. I just, like, it was so disappointing because on the live shot, like, clearly you saw the first doink. and yeah. then, And then you saw the second doink. But yeah. it looked like after the second doink, it trickled in. Oh, yeah. I had my hands up in the air, dude. Yeah. I yeah. thought we had won it. And then the motherfucking refs just waved their arms to the side. I'm like, you fucking assholes. Check it again. <laughs> it was brutal. Absolutely brutal. Brutal. I mean, I was trying to think of a, a a more like stunningly depressing sports moment in recent years, and for me, it's got to be the D Rosie ACL tear, the first one. Oh yeah, like that's the only thing that, like I think that for me as a Bulls fan, that was bigger than this, but still, it's on that same level. Like I was just like, holy shit, we are fucked. Yeah. Yeah, because there was no, there was absolutely no time for rebuttal. Like that was that was it, buddy. Yep. Which uh, oh well. Yeah. Oh well. That's right. I mean, what are you gonna do? Hey. You gonna sit around and cry about it? Seriously, we still got the Packers out. Still did a lot better than those cheeseheads. Yep. So we'll see what next season brings. We'll see who they get in for the defensive coordinator. That'll be interesting. Yeah, they still got talent defensively. So I mean, Mac's not going anywhere. So. Nope. Isn't it funny how when the when the head coach calls the pl- calls the plays, you never hear about the offensive coordinator? Uh, who the fuck is the Bears' offensive coordinator? That's what I mean. I mean, they showed him once. I remember seeing him like literally once the whole season. <laughs> That's all I remember. Is I mean, it's a white guy. That's all I can tell you. White guy with a headset. <laughs> yep, white guy with a headset. Slapping asses and patting helmets. Yep. So I just thought, I just think that's interesting. When the head coach calls the plays, you never even hear about the offensive coordinator. What do they yeah, even What do they even do? Uh, second opinion, I guess. Yeah. What do you think? Okay, never mind. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So that was the Bears game. Uh, who's playing? So we got Saints. Um. We got Saints the Eagles. Saints Eagles. Yep, go Saints. Yeah, fuck, fuck football. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll go for the Colts. Actually, I'll go for the Colts the rest of the year. Yeah, I don't mind the Colts. <laughs> They're a fun team. Well, you got. I mean, you got Andrew Luck says the weirdest shit. It's great. It's great content. Yeah, it really is. So. Huh? wrestling this week jeff yeah dude we got some wrestling yeah. wasn't too bad no no i, I they are they're fresh starting for sure fresh start yeah it is a fresh start oh and by the way i plugged i have the setting on the right microphone this week guys there we go yep what happened to you you, you got a little quieter yeah it's just all about my, where my phone's at. There you go. There you go. Yeah, yeah. You, you started muffling out. 
them. My bad. Fresh start. So fresh start. Microphone's on. I'm looking at it right now. I double-checked it. Everything looks good. Really biffed that one last week, but we surprisingly got about the same amount of listeners. Yeah. About, uh, by that I mean five. <laughs> yep. We got this, five we, <laughs> we got the same five. You alright over there? Yeah. Okay. So, what, Raw this week, you like Raw? Yeah, man. Raw was my favorite of the two. Raw was your jam? Yeah. Raw started out with the, uh... Seth and, and Bobby Lashley brawl, a big old brawl in the back that uh, spilled out into the beginning, like the entranceway, right? Yeah, it started in the gorilla room and go down to the uh, to the entrance ramp and like went down beside the, beside the entrance ramp. Okay, so Seth was mad at Bobby Lashley because he ruined his... Or why was he mad? Oh, because he didn't get the the title shot at Ambrose and Lashley did or something. Uh, I don't know why I can't remember this. Rollins was mad. I think uh, uh Rollins had to fight Lashley on Triple H's orders last week, and I think Lashley uh, beat the shit out of him, if I remember correct. Oh yeah, that you are correct, sir. Yes. So Rollins, Rollins wants some fucking payback. Yep. So there's a brawl there. Um, how did that one just kind of fizzled out, right? Yeah. There's a, there's a big fizzle, and there's literally no commentary throughout the entire thing, which was kind of odd. But they do that a lot nowadays, though. They do. They'll just go silent. It's so weird. I miss the days where Jerry would just be yelling the whole time. Yeah, JRB horse and Jerry sound like a chihuahua. Yeah. <laughs> So that fizzled out, and then we had the John Cena return to Raw that we all anticipated. You're damn right. And uh, Cena's doing his thing. He joins the, uh, he announced he's going to join the Royal Rumble. Who'd have thunk it? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> and then uh, Drew McIntyre interrupts and says he's going to win the Rumble. And uh, my question is, why does Drew McIntyre keep taking a knee? Have you noticed this? Why does Drew McIntyre do what? Like when he's cutting his promos, he'll drop it down to one knee, like football practice. Let's take a <laughs> knee. Let's take a knee, boys. Did he actually take a knee this time? Oh yeah, he does it a lot. Maybe it's his way of, of getting real. Let, let, let me just break it down for you guys. He literally breaks it down to a knee, and he always <laughs> says, "Look at me." Oh man! Look yeah, at me. This this promo was amazing, good though, man. No, it was all like it, it was insane garbage. Yeah, it was all par for the course. Uh, John, I mean John Cena, did, you know how he cuts a promo? It's always solid. Yeah, and Cena like he saved it. He's like, my goodness, I I forgot how he how he saved it, but he's just like, I'm sorry, but everyone in here is going to sleep. Yeah, <laughs> I thought I, I thought I was gonna come back and you give me the same boring shit. Yeah, yeah, I think he basically told him like you're running that same promo that everybody does against me. Yeah, which he was. Oh yeah, 
But he got on his knee and he said, look at me. But with the same promo aspect, did he call John a part-timer? Because I didn't hear that. That's true. I don't think he did that. Okay, you left that aspect out, Drew. Yep. <laughs> uh, so after that, we had Lashley and Leo uh, return to the stage and say they're... Uh, Leo says he's going to get a lawyer if something doesn't get done about Seth. He got pretty litigious. Yeah, he did. He was going to lawyer up. Yeah. And then uh, Seth attacked him from behind. Actually, that was this is in the same segment. My bad. Oh yeah, this this like it was kind of chaotic. I, I don't know if like Drew and John were supposed to escalate as quickly as they did, but like Leo and Lashley rushed from like the side of the stage somehow. Yeah. Yeah, so this is during the same segment because uh, Seth attacks um, Lashley from behind. Then uh, Dean Ambrose comes in and attacks Seth. And then Cena joins the fray. And then Finn Balor comes out for the babyface pop. So we, ha- we, we, had a, we had a lot of action going on here. Why exactly is Finn out there? Finn... Has beef with uh, Lashley for sure. And beef uh, yeah. with uh, um, McIntyre. Uh, okay, so yep. that makes sense. Yep. I was really confused by that. Yeah, a few, like, probably three Raws back, they were real heavy into the Finn-McIntyre thing. They, I don't know, this, this stuff is, this is the problem. They just keep going in and out of feuds. We're confused. Yeah. It can't be that rotational where it's like a different feud every week. No, wrestling is is it's not that we're stupid. It's just we want to watch very casually. Yeah. We wrestling's supposed to be good, mindless entertainment. Yeah. Don't make me try to remember where all these feuds started. Yeah. Just give me the basics, <laughs> buddy. So, <laughs> so this uh this all leads up to a six man tag. Uh, the baby faces Cena, Seth, and Finn versus the bad guys Lashley, Ambro, and Drew. Oh um, yeah, this one it I was it say, was okay. Uh, Rollins, I, I I really like Rollins in this. Oh yeah, like it was just a classic six man start of the Raw, get everyone hype because of all the names are out there type of tag match. But Rollins was still. Acting like it's a fucking five star match. He was, I think, at one point he did a moonsault from the apron, didn't he? Uh, if he did, I missed that one. I know he did. He, he might have though. I, I think he did something to that effect, but he was just all over the place. Yeah, I know he did his signature uh, superplex, but instead of following it by the Falcon's arrow, he did a buckle bomb, changed it up. Yeah, that was cool. Threw me through for a loop. Yeah, I mean, you he had tricked us into thinking that that Falcon's arrow was coming 100%. Also, a um, couple other things from Cena in this match. Uh, I think it was Lashley that went for... It's either Lashley or McIntyre that went for a spear, but uh, Cena kind of... Uh, he, he did an old man where he just didn't move enough and just looked like kind of took it on his ass, you know? Yeah. It, it looked like an actual spear. Like if you were to spear someone on a football field and they would take a bump. Because yeah. you could hear Cena like get his gut punch like, oh! Yeah, I think it was Lashley who delivered it. 
Uh, if I remember right, but yeah, I know what you, I remember that. I'm not I'm not hating on Cena or anything. I just thought that was funny. But uh, oh yeah, he came back and uh, I was I was starting to count the I was trying to count all six moves of the six moves of Doom. Yeah, he never, and, uh, he never he never got there. No, he got interrupted between the fifth and sixth move. Yep. <laughs> but you had those first five down pat, man. Yeah. He he never got he never got to the sixth move of Doom, which I'm a big fan of. Yeah. I like to see him warm it up with the X on the chest and then just bah! back fist. Seriously. Good God, it's so Mortal Kombat like. Yeah. Uh so that one, uh Seth Rollins wins over Dean. With a stomp. I don't think they call it a curb stomp anymore. Um, with a stomp. Right. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. It's Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. It's Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Probably. So the good guys win that one. Um, and then after that, uh, you see Rollins just bolt backstage. And I think he smacks a coffee out of the boss Triple H's hand. Oh, yeah, this was a good this was a good ass backstage promo for me. I like <laughs> yeah. this. This is real meaty. Yeah. Yeah, Triple H looked like I mean it was classic face to face. Um he, he Seth basically demands a uh, title shot from Dean tonight and Triple H says, "You what, Dean? You got it." And uh but it was funny. It, it was it, right when he said, "You what, Dean?" Somebody in the crowd, you could just vaguely hear him said, "You got it." And then he just <laughs> said, "You got it." So the crowd the crowd member spoiled it. Um, and then Trips adds a, uh, falls count anywhere stipulation to this match. Uh, and then Seth makes a disturbing sound. Like, Ooh, mm, mm. Wait, oh yeah. Yeah. Seth was like, Ugh, yeah. Like or something. <laughs> oh, it was real weird. It was, the, the, it was climactic. The, the, yeah. <laughs> the, uh, meatiest part about this that I really loved is after he's like, you got it. Falls count anywhere, and Seth did that grunt, and then Triple H just gives him a big old meat slap right on his peck. Yeah, and then he said, "The meat slap was amazing." You're right, and then yeah. he, and then he says, "Welcome back." Yeah, welcome back. From what? He, he's talking about welcome back to the old hungry Seth, apparently. But I, I don't oh. know. He wasn't hungry. Okay, no, I get it now. I that totally went over my head. I was like. What the fuck, Trip? Seth Seth Rollins has been here forever. Back from what? 
So yeah, that was some that, that was some intense nose to nose action that I liked. Yeah. Then after that, what we got? We had uh, the ten bell salute for Mean Gene, followed by "I am a real American." Oh yeah. Uh, Hulk Hogan comes out with uh, tiny sunglasses and a. Uh, Pretty tiny pop. I didn't. I don't know what was smaller, the sunglasses or the pop. The pop, yeah. It was, it was a weird crowd because I mean, it's Hogan in 2019, and also, yeah, he's supposed to be somber for Mean Gene, you know. Yeah, which he kind of explained that. He said he came out in full character because that's what Mean Gene would want, and then he breaks the character and lifts his tiny sunglasses up on his forehead. Yeah. And then he just breaks into Terry Balea. The uh the video package was cool though. I didn't like the music, but it was cool seeing everything. Yeah, what was the what was the music just if you hold on <laughs> something like that. Oh, it was something like that. You're on the right track. I almost got it. I'm trying to think of it. Oh, just some piano and maybe some acoustics and some claps. Yeah. Like some Mumford and Sons type shit. Yeah, music wasn't bad. I mean, music was bad, but the video package was good, of course. Yeah. Uh, there was a thank you Mean Gene chant, and then Hulk uh, cuts one last promo for Mean Gene and then drops the mic. So overall, it wasn't it wasn't a bad uh, it wasn't a bad appearance, but Hulk's still trying to weasel his way back into the good graces of the WWE universe. I mean, this one, I mean, this wasn't about Hulk, though. That's true. Like, I mean, you saw in the video package, he was there giving the Hall of Fame speech. So I I see it's probably fitting that him or Flair be the one that gives a speech when he dies, you know? Yeah. So I I thought, like, I, I was worried when I saw Hulk. I'm like, oh, Jesus. How's the crowd going to take this? Yeah, I mean, but, you're right. Honestly, this would have been the time to be... This should have been his first appearance. Yeah. I mean, not that I care, but that probably would have helped him out. Like, they just sure. they just tried to shove him... I mean, they did it overseas, and uh, it was weird as hell. But, uh, yeah, this made sense for sure, no doubt. Uh, next we had Ro- or, uh, Bobby Roode and Chad Gable versus The Revival for the tag team titles. It was a tag team lumberjack match. Did you notice that uh, Rhino was back? Was he? Yeah. God, I didn't even see his fucking pug ass. Yeah, his meat, meat loaf ass out there. Seriously, I love Rhino. I do too. So, yeah, like... I to- we totally got worked. Or I got worked. <laughs> I did. Yeah, you, thought, you thought he was going? Yeah, because you remember when he got, like, air quotes fired? Uh, yeah. By uh, Baron Corbin? And then um, after that segment, like, not on television, he said, like, a goodbye to the crowd. So that's why I thought it was real. Yeah. Like, I thought he was just retiring, you know? But I just, I totally got worked, apparently, because he's back. Yeah, I think WWE would milk that even more if they, if they retired him. Yeah. 
But uh, I, I looked into it, and I can't give you a word for word what happened, but it, it didn't make the Hulu cut, but they reintroduced him in some way, shape, or form. Oh, okay. After, like, Baron lost his power, he came back to help Heath do something. I don't know. Uh, okay. But anyway, Rhino was back. It just blew my mind. Like, I literally thought, I was like, did I dream that Rhino retired? I swear, I, I talked to Jeff about it. Like, I was just, it blew my mind. <laughs> <clears throat> Um, this was the uh, cleanest lumberjack match, cleanest lumberjack match I've ever seen. That's what I was just gonna say. How unnecessary was the lumberjack aspect? I think it was literally like I, I wrote down on my paper. Why the hell is there a lumberjack match? And yeah. I think the only reason is to keep all the raw tag teams somewhat relevant. Yeah, just visible. Yeah, because they didn't do a damn thing. No, I remember Lucha House Party, like, rolling him back in once. And I don't remember much more than that. Literally. I mean, that's... Yeah, I mean, I, I understand that is the rules of the lumberjack, but we all know... Like, you're supposed to have a lumberjack with people who have... Like, people who hate the people in the ring. You can't just have it be the tag division. Like, be that lazy with it. Yeah, I don't so... want to complain, but... Uh, that that got that shot my ass a bit. Yeah, no, it was totally unnecessary. Um, Ascension got some love though. Yep, Ascension was there, which I always like to see. Uh, it was it was a pretty good match. <clears throat> somebody, I remember somebody dropped Gable on the top rope, and he got like slingshotted out to the outside. It looked like it hurt like hell. Yeah, uh, uh, I I like I like the revival a lot. I was just going to ask you, who the fuck are we supposed to be rooting for? I think the Revival. Okay, because, yeah, they're all just like fresh from NXT wrestlers, and the crowd didn't seem that into it, so I didn't know like who was supposed to be the face in this feud. I'm pretty sure the Revival's the face. Hmm, so G- Gable's a heel now? Because he's with Rude? Yeah, when Gable and Rude like, first started tagging, they were definitely heels, if I remember right. Okay. So yeah, I think their heels. I think Dawson era. Uh, what are their names? Scott Dawson and Dash Wilder. I think. The sure. revival. <laughs> yeah, they're supposed to be the good guys, which I I do like them a lot. They're just they just look old school as hell. Yeah. Just some old school beefy, just some good old fashioned wrestling. Yeah. So I agree. I, I like those dudes. Uh, Gable and Rude retain. How this one ended dirty. Dusty. This was a dusty yep. finish, right? Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Dawson's yeah, yeah. Foot. Dawson's foot was uh, under the rope the entire three count, and the ref just had a complete blind eye to it. Yep. So. And I love how we're. Uh, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say, I love how we're making matches official still in 2019 during the commercial break. But we can't see that and go back and restart a match. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the instant replay, I don't think that'll ever be a part of wrestling. No, but still sometimes, I guess sometimes the main event's shame will come back and be like, no, no, you can't win like that, blah, blah, blah. That's true. But not, not, for, not for your common matches. That's true. 
So that that one was pretty good. You had a Dean Dean promo backstage. I didn't have much for that. You got anything on that? No. Uh, Braun Strowman comes out. He doesn't even talk. He just waits for Brock. And then you get Brock and Heyman backstage. This this whole thing was super weird to me. Yeah, this is where I'm. This is where I was feeling a new turn. Uh, like I feel like they're starting to break down. Break down some kayfabe walls. Yeah, like what was going on? Braun and Brock just had like a silent sta- standoff. Yeah, like uh, I think either Brock is literally filling the bare minimum of his contractual obligations, like not doing a damn thing to help the business, <laughs> or like they just made it this way. So like, like Brock's not going to say anything. So I, I was weirded out when the camera like switched over and focused only on Brock without Paul being there. Yeah, I thought he was going to talk. But yeah, Brock never talks. When he does, he normally sounds pretty dumb, so. Yeah. So he just, he stood there and stared and uh, like, Braun would be like, hey, Beastie Boy, something like that. And Brock, uh, Brock would just start laughing at him. He's like, is that the best you got? Seriously? Yeah, and then Heyman was just clowning him too, like, "Oh, that's all you got." And then like, it it was really weird. It was like they yeah. it was like they both were literally challenging him, like in real life, to cut a good yeah. promo, and and Braun didn't know where to go. Exactly. That's I don't what, think Braun's ever looked weaker in the in his entire WWE career than he did. Like he looked young, and like he didn't know what he was doing. Yeah, I mean, it it, it literally felt like they. They did that shit on purpose. Like, yeah. like Heyman was just like, let's see what the kids got. Just didn't say anything. It was so weird. I kind of liked. I kind of liked how weird it was, but it was just awkward. Yeah, it's very awkward. Um, Braun eventually stumbles through it and gets Brock to want to come out and for a chat. Uh, yeah, I don't know what line made him come out for a chat. I don't know either. I think Brock just put him out of his misery. Because Braun's lines were getting steadily worse, you know? Oh, he didn't have anything. No. He just probably assumed that Heyman was going to guide him through it, and Heyman just didn't do it. No, they just left him out there like a fucking dangling fish. (laughs) (laughs) Dangling fish. Like maybe like a fish out of water? Is what yeah, you yeah. a fish dangling on the line out of water, looking like a dummy. Okay. So Brock goes out there, circles the ring, exits, meets Paul at the top of the ramp, and then Braun just says he's going to win the title, and that was it. And it, even, yeah. even at that point, it seemed like Braun didn't know what to do. That's why I'm thinking, like, they were advertising a face-to-face, and Heyman even mentioned that. So... Did Brock just do his bare minimum by walking out there and circling the ring? I don't know. It's fucking weird, man. So, it, it was interesting to say the least. But yeah, if anybody hasn't seen that, go back and take a look at it and see what you think. I don't know, man. It looked like they played Braun. Yeah, man. I've never, I've never seen Braun look weak like that before. It was very strange. Uh, next, we had our first edition, our first episode of the Moment of Bliss. Uh, Alexa Bliss's new talk show. Ronda Rousey, your first guest. No Jaratron Five Thousand. 
Nope, and they did it at the top of the ri- at the uh, stage there. Yeah, thought that was weird. Mixing things up. Yep. Um, it was it was just overall weird. Ronda for some reason just puts over Sasha out of nowhere. Yeah. She basically just says like Sasha deserves a shot at my title. It's like what? Why? Yeah, that came from nowhere. Alexa asked her, like, what did what did Alexa even ask her? Because, like, I feel like that question wasn't even set up for that response. Oh, I don't remember. I don't know. She just, yeah, she started going off, like, saying, oh, Sasha's been such a great role model, blah, blah, blah. Like, okay. <laughs> yeah. And then all of a sudden, Nia barges out. And uh, it sounded like Nia had something to eat right before she came out. <laughs> On stage. <laughs> it's like, you know, you know, uh, like, uh, when we listen to Levitard sometimes, like, he has that rejoin where he sounds like weird, like, it's what he sounds like this. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that happens at, like, right after you, right after you eat or whatever. So it's like, she had that same voice going. That sounded like she just ate something and she had a little duck voice going on. She did. She did. So she says, uh, you know, she deserves another shot at the title. Get in line, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sasha comes out, challenges Ronda. Um, then not Naya and Ronda get into it for the same matter, and Sasha calls her a bitch. That was pretty. I like that part. Oh uh, yeah, it was a hard bitch too. <laughs> yeah, it was. Oh, a, yeah, you said bitch. What line? Yeah, bitch. What line? And then uh. She, like, goes towards the ring, and Renee Young's like, hell yeah! Yeah. No, I, I, felt, that, I felt Sasha on that, too, man. Yeah. So, we got uh, Nia versus Sasha. Winner gets Ronda for the title at the Royal Rumble. Uh, this match had Tamina and Bayley ringside. Um, sure this one, this match wasn't too great. I'm, I'm starting to get down on Nia, man. I don't know. Yeah, me too. I'm starting to get down on Nia. I liked her first, but... Like, she just pummeled Sasha to the outside of the ring at one point. And then, like, brutally. And then after that, Sasha does, like, a Hurricane Rana, like... From the apron to the outside, you know? Mm-hmm. And just, like, lands on her neck, and Nia just, like... Just no-sells it. Like, just flops like a fish onto the apron. Looked terrible. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. That that was... That was one of the... Like, they played it off like... Sasha just messed up or something, but... No, that, that, that was all Nia not fucking doing her part. Yeah. Well, it, it, that's what Nia made it look like. Because yeah. she sucked. Like, it, it made it look like it's supposed to hurt Sasha. Like, she didn't flip over or anything. Like, have you never seen a Hurricane Rana? Like, it just looked terrible. She just fell. It looked like somebody did it to me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, Sasha wins this via bank statement. So, we get Ronda versus Sasha at Royal Rumble. Which, I don't hate that match at all. I just... It's a lazy-ass way to get to it. Now, I, I need a timeout for a second. Okay. Now, Nia says get in line. Is she still old? Is she still owed a title match from like early December? 
that got buried? I don't know. Maybe like they got Finn Ballard. Yeah. <laughs> Possibly. No, 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 no. no, Finn Ballard just keeps running his mouth because he lost the title due to injury. I don't know. But this is like this is like Nia had to win a match to get a future title shot with uh, Ronda. But then all the Becky shit happened and kind of took over. Oh, maybe maybe she did. I don't know. I don't remember that. So I, I can't. I, I I think her claim of the line is legitimate. Yeah. Yeah, it might be. But like like Banks says, bitch, what line? Yeah, b- bitch, what line? <laughs> so I'd rather see Sasha versus Ronda anyway. Yeah, uh, and Sa- Sasha. I mean, she she still takes ruthless falls, whether planned or not. She's a fucking man. She is hard to watch. It, it just it takes me back to her uh, feud with Charlotte and how rough the uh, falls they would do back in the day. All the uh, suicide dives. Yeah. With just horrible neck landings. Yeah. Yep, I agree. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for her and Ronda. Yeah, I'd much rather have that than Nia. Nia's been really dogging me in the ring lately. Yeah, and the thing with Tamita is not, is not going anywhere at all. Oh, they totally ruined that. That could have been yeah. that could have been amazing. I was so hyped when that happened. Yeah, and we get nothing. Yeah, shit all over it. Yeah, I mean they should just be dominating. They're huge. Why aren't they just destroying everyone? I don't know, well, so this, is, this is why we have a fresh start, hopefully. Fresh start. Um, so we get another Seth versus Dean match for the IC title. This one's a falls count anywhere. I thought this was a real good match. So <clears> is a falls count anywhere essentially a hardcore match now? Because right yeah. when uh, they, they went backstage... I'm Bob Sullivan, the new host of AARP's The Perfect Scam Podcast. And with Frank Abagnale and other top fraud experts, we're bringing you brand new episodes of America's most shocking scam stories. I got an email alerting me to 22 accounts that had been opened up in my name. Scam was masterfully designed. New episodes available now. Subscribe to The Perfect Scam Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Ho, 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 ho. You know, as different as everything seems this holiday season, one thing still holds true year after year. Everybody loves holiday scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. And with tickets available from $1 to $20, they're the perfect gift for anyone on your list 18 years or older. So stay safe this year and play it safe with your gift-giving. Give scratch-offs from the ho, 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 Ohio Lottery. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. And then Seth picked up a <laughs> shovel like he was going to fucking hit Dean with a shovel. Yeah. And all of a sudden Cole just slips in, oh, it's no disqualification. I didn't know if he's just saving their asses or if that's really how it goes now. I think it's always been like that, hasn't it? I mean, not back in the days of hardcore matches, just a Falls County anywhere match would be a Falls County anywhere match. You could still get disqualified for using weapons. Huh. I don't know then. <clears throat> it didn't. It didn't think. I didn't think anything of it. it. Seemed normal to me. Okay. I, I, I was just curious about that. So I called it a semi-hardcore match. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was a good match though. Oh no! It's a, it's a great match. It just didn't have all the like. I couldn't call it a hardcore match. Yeah. 
after our hardcore holiday segment last month with all those badass matches you couldn't quite put in that category no no so yeah but they it had the feel it had every i know what you mean it had everything that it had that kind of feel though where you're just basically like speed walking through an arena yeah just hitting everybody with everything Oh, uh, Vince listens, too. Obviously, I mean, we know this already, because he's our number one, number two listener. But uh, they did the uh, run-up camera shot when they went, first went backstage. Oh, yeah, they did. So thank you, Vince. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no problem. That one's on us, Vince. Yeah. You can have that one run with it, bud. Totally. <laughs> um. So this one, uh, Seth... Seth gets the stomp and appears to win when uh, Lashley interferes and destroys Seth. And then Dean ends up getting the cover. So Dean retains the IC title. So I I was fine with the finish. I knew Dean was going to retain. I like the way they did it. Yeah. No, it's it's a really entertaining match. Like, Like I say, they went all backstage. Did they come back through the audience at all? Um... I don't know how they got back. I don't remember. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it was a good match and a, it was a interesting ass raw overall. Yeah, it was. How many stars are you gonna give this one? For keep me on my toes. I'm giving it a solid four, but there's still some flops like Naya and uh, Ron. Yeah. But and McIntyre. Well, like we said, at the same time, the Braun thing was kind of interesting. Exactly. That's why I'm giving it four. It, I, I don't, I, it takes a lot to get four stars out of Jeffrey <clears throat> on a random Raw like this. Yeah, because it, it really, it did feel old school because it kept you on your toes. Like, what, like, the, especially the Braun-Brock promo. <laughs> yeah. Because it was like, what is really happening right here? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going to have to watch it again, honestly. It's worth a second look. Yeah, I agree. So yeah, I, I'd agree. I think it's a good one. <laughs> Excuse me. Woo! Now we are in Florida. That could be <clears throat> somewhat of the reason why you didn't hear huge pops is because you got Floridians. That's true. They don't know shit. Uh, Jones. Yeah, they, they're, they're some of the people. They don't like get that energetic. No. They just lay back. Yeah, they're chill. Speaking of chilling and laying back, if you're just chilling right now or laying back, you know what I'm saying... You can give us a follow on the Instagram, subscribe on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, rate and review. If you if you're feeling what you're listening to. Um, speaking of Florida, we forgot to mention that AEW is a legit thing now. It actually happened on New Year's Day, which was we which was before we recorded that last podcast. Correct? When did we do record that? Yeah, that's correct. So I don't know why we didn't mention it last time. Yeah, we also didn't mention BG, but that happened same day as we recorded. Yeah. Yep. Um. So yeah, AEW, Cody Rhodes and the Young Bucks doing it big. They got the owners from the Jacksonville Jaguars putting some money behind it. Uh, started rolling out the signings this week and got. Got a couple of big fish. Got a uh, Pac, which is formerly known as Neville from WWE, and then they got one of the biggest fish of them all, the Ayatollah of Rock and Rolla, 
Y2J, Chris Jericho. Break down the walls. Break the walls down. <laughs> Break the walls down. So yeah, they got Jericho. So that was pretty exciting. Hell yeah, dude. I, I got my Jericho shirt on right now. Hell yeah. Raw, Raw is not Jericho because AEW is now Jericho. Yep, so they got their, they announced their second show, Double or Nothing, in Vegas in May, I believe. Uh, so that's cool. I mean, who know, we'll see where it goes. They're going to have to, I mean, the only way you can really do it is to get a cable deal on a channel yeah. that somebody actually knows how to find. Yeah, So, I, I mean, we'll see, but that would be cool. I mean, I always, like... Obviously, the best era of wrestling ever was when there was competition. Oh, yeah. So, like, there's nothing wrong with that, but who knows if it'll ever get to that point. It obviously might not, because that's almost impossible. I, I was doing some deep thinking about this. Do you think this is why Vince is switching it up, or is he just trying to get us fucking pumped up for WrestleMania season? I don't know. I, that's what I mean, though. I hope that's I hope that's what happens. Yeah. <clears throat> Because, yeah, you can get lazy easy when you have a monopoly on the game. You sure can. But hopefully if this actually does something, like I said, who knows if it will. I mean, it's like only WCW is the only company that's ever really, really competed all these years. So it's, a, it's a hell of a trick. Now, what was the stat? Like, this was the heaviest competition since WCW? I read that, and I don't know where this is from, so if it's wrong, it's wrong, but uh, I read that All In, which was with their first show, was the biggest wrestling show in the States since WC, since like, the biggest wrestling show in the States besides WWE or WCW since like the early 90s. Jesus. And that, that, that's including ECW, man. And like Ring of Honor. Yeah. So, I don't know if that's true or not, but it, it I think it could be. I could see it. I don't know. I think it was in... Is there a Sears Center in Chicago? That, yeah. Oh, a Sears Center? Like, what? name the Chicago venues. Oh, I, um, Hold on. I mean, I, all, all state arena. Oh. I got a... I got it. I got. Hold on a second. I'll find it. Allstate Arena is where wrestling normally goes out by the airport. Yeah, it was Sears Center, which I don't know where that is, but attendance was eleven thousand two hundred sixty-three. Okay. So I don't know. I don't know if that makes sense. Okay, so. No, it says that this this might be real. So the fact is, the event is notable for being the first first non WWE or WCW promoted professional wrestling event in the United States to tell to sell over ten thousand tickets since nineteen ninety three. So, so I could see that eleven thousand two hundred. That's a pretty good amount of people. Hey, uh, that's crazy. Oh, you, it's in Hoffman Estates, Illinois. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I'm seeing it. Okay. I don't know what the hell else they do there. Uh, 
Uh, oh, that's that, where the that could be where the Windy City Bulls play. I'm pretty sure. Yep, you're right. I just saw it. That's where the Windy City Bulls play. Nice. So yeah, I mean, I could see that. That just shows you how big that fucking gulf is from yeah. between WWE and the other promotions. Like they can't even do ten thousand. Well, I mean, WWE became a household name through the Monday Night Wars. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, that's pre- that's there. that's pretty impressive. Yeah. Good for them. Yeah. So that'd be interesting. The only downside is I I want to see Jericho on the big stage, just because I'm a WWE guy. Oh, for sure. I, yeah, I, I get it. I was sad that he wasn't coming back to WWE. But for if if you're Chris Jericho, it makes total sense. Like you don't to try and get the young bucks some work. Well, just like he's he's a legend already. He's got nothing to prove. Why should he go on the road 365 days a year? We can just sign with his, some a couple of his buddies that he wants to help out and do probably you know maybe he only does 20 shows a year or something or who knows what they'll do. Like he's just he's he's getting old, you know. He doesn't give a shit. Why would he? Why would he want to go travel all year? I think I think he'll. I mean, eventually he'll make a WWE comeback. Whether it's like a couple of pay per view matches or going on the road with them or whatever, but eventually it'll happen. I I believe. Oh yeah, like a send off. Yeah, because I mean, WWE was where he made his name. Oh yeah, no, I get it. I, he sh- he should definitely do a send off in WWE. I think it'll happen. Yeah, but I think for now, like to give this to give this company some juice, like that's huge. Oh yeah, that, that purely like legitimizes the company signing someone like him. So good for them. Yeah, and having having some actual money behind it, like these Jacksonville Jaguar dudes, like <laughs> they got deep pockets. <laughs> so, I mean, who knows if they strike up a cable deal? Like I'd be all about it. Yeah, I'll, I'll check it out. For sure. I'd like to go to that show, and I'd like to go to Double or Nothing. Glenn's been talking about a guy's trip out to Vegas. Yeah. That'd be cool. You know Jer- you know Jericho will be there. Yeah, that's true. Yep, so that's Probably that... selling out pretty damn quick, though, I assume. Yeah, I don't even know if tickets are on sale. Yeah, because All In sold out hella fast. You're probably right about that. But that, that is Chicago area, and you know all the wrestling marks around Chicago. Vegas is a different thing. True, so. true that. So that's yeah. all. That's all elite wrestling. Yeah, AEW. So we're we're running a little long here, Jeff. So we'll probably have to wrap up uh, SmackDown pretty quick here. I don't have nearly as many notes on SmackDown. It was still good, but I don't have nearly as many notes, so we we can get through it quickly. Okay, what would you like from SmackDown? I, I liked the. Uh, I'll start with Daniel Bryan at the beginning. It wasn't anything I like loved, but it was kind of interesting. He takes us on a tour of the concession and merch stands and tells us how fat and stupid we are. And then he and then he and then he comes down through the crowd and tells us that our dicks don't work. Yeah. And, <laughs> so I thought that was interesting. <laughs> Um, it, not that I loved it, but yeah, it was definitely interesting. Him just walking around talking about hot dogs and plastic and all this classic hippie shit. It was a shakeup to like again, just like Raw. They started off with absolutely no talk, just going straight to a, a cut shot of a place we don't normally see in the arena. 
Yeah. But um, I, I liked how they shook it up in this manner. I yeah. wish we could use a little uh, commentary again in this instance. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like, no, no, no. I agree. Like, nothing heavy, just, like, somebody in the background saying, I love hot dogs. Yeah. <laughs> cool. little, little stuff. They had some fan plants in there. Uh, Daniel Bryan stole a guy's hot dog. And then he yeah. splashed another fan with a drink. Yep, a, a souvenir cup, which, if if you guys don't know, me and Jeff are souvenir cup collectors. <laughs> so I, was, I have a couple. Oh, I got I, I get them every time I go. I don't leave and the I wrestling got, show without a souvenir cup. I mean, what what do you want? A twenty five dollar fucking extra large shirt, or a five dollar delicious soda pop in a take home cup? Yeah, uh, and they last, man. And you yeah. get the like I'm a big water guy. I drink a shit ton of water, and you can fill that bitch up with like a third of a gallon. And just, yeah, it's like a 32 ounce, 40 ounce. It's a big boy. Yeah, so I like to see that souvenir cup. But anyway, uh, Brian, uh, R-Truth comes in and attacks Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan versus R-Truth. Daniel Bryan wins. Don't ask me how because I missed it. I was uh, applying for a job and it, that's how fast <laughs> That's how fast it happened. It was like, done. Yeah, um, I mean, R-Truth held his own for a while and he had a little... A little uh, pop when he was uh, building some momentum, but just as quick as this match started, literally it ended. Yep. Um, oh yeah, AJ AJ Styles then attacked Daniel Bryan, and security comes, and there's a big kerfuffle. And then uh, that, that was a fizzle out too, wasn't it? Well, yeah, pretty much because AJ got like a chair, and then Daniel Bryan just retreated. Man, I mean, Brian's promo made very little sense. Like, I like the idea, but it, nothing he was saying up there. Like, there's no connection. At first, he was talking about plastic straws, which, given the program, Brian, it's 2019. We're going paper now. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, buddy. And then he went from that to AJ Gear. And then, like he said, he. he like, uh, one part I did like is how he dealt with fans yelling right in his face by just yelling one word right back at them, and that was usually impotent. Yeah. Fickle. Impotent. Fickle. Yeah, fickle and impotent. Yep. So, yeah, yeah then, uh, uh, after all that hubbub, the next match is uh, Ray Ray Mustafa versus Samoa Joe and Andrade Cien Almas. Great match. Did you like it? I liked it a lot. Well, basically, I liked... Yeah, I did like it a lot. <clears throat> I'm fans of all these guys. I wasn't a huge fan of the ending. Yeah, the ending... I yeah. The match, yeah. True that. Ending wasn't great, but you get to see Mustafa and Cien. Those are two of my, like, my big favorite young guys. Um, yeah. I posted a clip on the Instagram page. I'm not sure what to call it, but Ray... So Ray and C- and Andrade did this really sweet thing, really sweet segment where like, Indra- or Ray basically did like a sweeping pile driver. Do you remember this part? Yeah. So I don't know what the hell to call that, but that was amazing. Uh, 
It's like a front. Uh, there's a name for these things, and they didn't do it as smooth. As, like it's supposed to be one quick motion. Like yeah. From, so basically, uh, Andrade has Ray's legs, and Ray's head is on the ground to start. Yeah. And then Ray starts to sit up in like a power bomb formation, then takes over, slides over his back, grabs him, does a front flip, and then slams him down. Yeah. Well, I know there, I know, I know there was, yeah, but I know there was a part where Andrade was on his head because uh, he, like, he visibly, like, did a headstand at one point. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I'll send it to you, but it, that was pretty. That was pretty fucking sweet. Uh, Mustafa Ali did a four fifty. That was nice. Um, but yeah, the finish that you're talking about, Cien uh, Almas reverses a six one nine into a gut buster, followed by his uh, hammerlock DDT, and oh. yeah, his hammerlock boom DDT, and uh, gets the win over I Ray. I don't think a DDT should keep Ray down for the count, and I don't think anyone, a guy uh, on CN's size should be able to just pick Ray up out of the middle of a 619 like that. Yeah, why should, and, and, and just CN just needs a different finisher. Yeah, that's not strong enough. He does so much other cool, sh- like, all his other moves are way cooler. Yeah. To finish with the hammer lock, in my opinion. I mean, you can say that about a lot of, a lot of wrestlers. True that. But I, I, I totally agree. That's still a really good match, though. Yep. Uh, um, next, you had uh, Rusev comes out, and he's very a somber Rusev day because Lana's injured from last week. Oh, yeah, yep. And uh, he blames the injury on Shinsuke. And I go through this in slow motion. And to me, Rusev looks like a guilty party. I know it's probably just a fuck-up, but... Did yeah. you remember this? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, Ru- yeah. I mean, shit, that's what Shinsuke did. Shinsuke went to the TV truck and shows us why it's Rusev's fault. Oh, was that what Shinsuke was doing in the TV truck? Was Yeah. Case? Yeah, and, and Shinsuke is totally right. Like, she was just on Shinsuke's back, and he was just... He wasn't doing anything to her, and then... Rusev kicks Shinsuke with the Machka kick, and then Shinsuke falls on her. He didn't really fall out like that. The majority of the bump was just from Lana falling off Shinsuke's back. Yeah, I think it was just like, executed poorly. Okay. That's what I think. Um, I don't know. It was. I agree. It doesn't. Look, it looks really weird. Yeah, I mean, if it's executed poorly, I don't know why we're analyzing it in super slow mo. But <laughs> that's true. <laughs> It is a weird one. Uh, and then Rusev, Rusev just uh, runs backstage to try and find Shinsuke in the TV truck. And uh, Shinsuke hits him with a rolling cart. Yep. Classic. Yep, smashes him with the cargo box. Yeah. And then hits him with the Kinshasa, right? Yeah, mm, that, that's all she wrote from that. Yep, that's it. Then we had your classic Bar versus Usos treat. Mm-hmm. Seen it a thousand times, but this one was good. This was a good match. I'll have to give it to him. Except, the ending. 
Uh, I was going to say, that's what just about, in my notes it says, turned out to be a good match ruined by a pathetic finish. Yeah. You want to take him through the finish? Sure. So, yeah, like I said, it was a good match. Um, uh, the only thing I have, the only thing I wonder is what happened to, like, Sanity and all the other uh, SmackDown tag teams. Because, like, a couple weeks ago they were, like, trying to feature them. And now it's back to the same old same, just New Day. The bar and the Usos. Uh, the announcers like mentioned that like it's either a kill or be killed type division. Blah blah blah. Sanity knows that. Like, damn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, it's a good match. Real fast pace. Um, at the end there, Mandy Rose comes out in a towel for the distraction. Um. So, like, Jimmy, I think she's she keeps trying to flirt with Jimmy, right? Yep. So, Jimmy, like, keeps looking over his shoulder, like, what's what's this wench doing? And then, uh, uh, I believe it was Seamus knocks Jimmy off of the apron, gets him out of the, out of the scenario, and then C- Cesaro wins via Gotch Neutralizer. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it just, it was dumb as hell, and it didn't even really make sense, like... Wouldn't it make more sense if, like, Jimmy was obsessed with her? Yeah, I mean... He doesn't even care about her, so why is it a distraction? Seriously. And Mandy's... Mandy's distraction was terrible. She's like, Jimmy, did I leave my small gold shorts (laughs) or my small gold top in your hotel room? Oh my god. Like, why are you describing it? Yeah, why just. Why do you do it? Like, have you ever done this before? Yeah, you say panties. Why aren't we saying. Yeah. Are we not allowed to say panties? That's what makes it risque, not your small gold shorts. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I thought, I, when she said small gold, I thought, I thought, I'm like, oh shit, is Jerry the King Lawler gonna pop in? Yeah. A puppy! <laughs> yeah. That, that, that's when you want Jerry on commentary. Yeah. Like, oh my! So yeah, I, I agree. It doesn't make any sense. If if Jimmy was obsessed with her, it would make sense. But the real the 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 controversy is not between Jimmy and Mandy. It's between Mandy and Naomi. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I didn't get it. Stupid. It just ruined a really good match. So um. So yeah, they. So we don't know where that division's headed right now because the Usos didn't win, so they don't get a future title shot. So that's the the. SmackDown tag scenario for Royal Rumble is up in the air at this point. Yeah, I thought this was going to be a shoe and Uso win too. Yeah. So because you know New Day's at the Royal, they're in the Royal Rumble, so they're busy. So I thought this was just going to be your classic thing, but yeah, we got a little something else. Yeah, right after that, they answer that question for us. So the Miz comes out. And says, uh, the only people you haven't beat are the co-besties, Miz and Shane. Um, Miz says he's granting them an opportunity at the Royal Rumble to face the best tag team in the world for the titles. Sheamus kicks Miz, and then, for some reason, they accept. So, Miz and Shane McMahon, the best tag team in the world, versus The Bar at Royal Rumble. So is that what they're calling it now instead of the co-besties? It's the best tag team in the world? Yeah, which is... Come on, I want the co-besties. I'm calling them the co-besties. Yeah, same here. So it'll be co-besties versus the bar 
at the Royal Rumble, which will be, I don't know, should be interesting at least. A lot, yeah. of, a lot of times they just treat their tag matches like throwaway matches anyway, so we'll see how this one goes. I think they'll just apply humor with the Miz and Shane's relationship. Yeah. Then, yeah, the main event. Well, before that, Jeff, we, we before that we had, hold on, we had the... Uh, the new, Did I miss the, well, we had the video package that we've seen a thousand times. Oh yeah, I fast forwarded because I got so fucking frustrated. And I was thinking, did we see it on Raw? Because I don't remember it on Raw. It was, it was not on Raw. I got that's why I got excited. I'm like, thank God, we're finally done with this. Nope, they gave it to you on SmackDown. God damn it! And before you what? get before you get to the main event, uh, Carmella looked like bacon and Vaseline. During during her uh, backstage interview, did you catch that? She looked like bacon and Vaseline. Yeah, she looked. She was so tan. Oh my god, it was weird. It just reminded me. There's a Royce to five nine lyric where he's talking about somebody looks like bacon and Vaseline, and and Carmella definitely looked like bacon and Vaseline. Uh, not not so much during the match, but during that backstage uh, video promo. Yeah, for some reason, like, all three girls had a promo, and for some reason, they had real dim lighting. Yeah. On everyone, and, like, everyone looked real strange, but, yeah, I agree. Mel was definitely up there baking and Vaseline. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us about this uh, three-way triple threat. We got to see who gets a chance at the title. All right, yeah, we got a... Uh... Like, like Eric said, the number one contender, I call it a number one contenders match because I'm old school like that. Yep. Give it the program. Uh, so the winner gets a, a shot at the Royal Rumble against champion Asuka. You got Becky, Charlotte, and for some god unknown reason, Carmella. Yep. And I'll tell you what, I, I don't know if my Becky marksmanship is just uh, fully, if, if I'm on that kayfabe lifestyle, but I'm back to giving Charlotte some serious heat. Oh yeah, yeah. Like she, she gets some heat for me. So like you, you dislike. Why do you dislike her? Tell me where the heat's coming from. Like kayfabe heat, or you really hate her? No, no, kayfabe heat. Okay. Uh, because I mean, I know she's a great athletic. Mm-hmm woman but she is always she's always given the spotlight and she got she she did get spoon fed into the damn industry yep nepotism her 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 her, her name is why she had that title run and like she's like uh, she tweeted back carmela something because this is basically carmela's argument that i'm saying yeah and she tweeted back saying uh or no it was becky's argument uh, this time around, they showed tweets this week from Carmella and Charlotte going at it. Oh, really? Then, yeah. I thought when they sh- I thought they showed it from both of them. Oh, maybe. I, may- I might have just missed Becky's then. But um, yeah, I she she gets a lot of damn opportunities. And I want someone like I don't want Carmella back in the picture. I- I'm just a Becky Mark. Yeah. I, thought, I thought they were just going to trample over Becky in this match. No, I, I, I had a feeling it was going to be Becky for sure. 
But yeah, you like the match? I like the match, but it totally it, it rearranges everything what I thought. Cause, yeah. Because you, you don't get Becky in the Royal Rumble match. No, and now, now, I, now I have my own prediction. Okay. And hot take. Let's hear it. I mean, Becky Asuka is going to be your WrestleMania match. Doesn't matter who has the title, I think they're going to build that feud. Charlotte's going to win the Rumble and go on to challenge for the Raw Women's title. Yeah, Charlotte, Charlotte Ronda. Yeah. That's what it's sure as hell looking like. And I think this is a sign that SmackDown's turning into the B-Show again. Yep. I just, I don't know, man. I, I was excited for Becky Ronda, honestly. Yeah, I thought, yeah, but I think maybe the amount of space between December and now that he might have died down, like, I'm not here, like, maybe it's just Florida. Could just be the Florida audience, but I didn't hear that uh, loud Becky fan base that I've been hearing the last month. Yeah, it's true. It's true. But I don't know, I just really wanted to see that, but, I mean, Charlotte Ronda will be good for sure, but... I don't know. I just really wanted to see Becky Ronda, but sure, no, I think Charlotte Ronda will be better. But I just don't like the comparison. Becky Oscar. I, I would have liked Charlotte Oscar. Yeah, so I agree. With you. Yep. Oh well, shit happens. All our rest. Right, it's, it's, still, it's still gonna be great. Our mania predictions are out the fucking window. Hey, hey, Miz and Brian still could happen. <laughs> That's true. Miz and Brian still could happen. So, um, what do you rate this song, bitch? Smackdown. I'd probably give it uh, two and a half or three. I really like that that tag match. Uh, other than that, well, I liked both. Actually, I liked both tag matches. It was a good night for tag team wrestling. Yeah, that's true. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I'm gonna give it. I'm, I'm feeling generous in 2019. I would give it a three. Uh, we we missed a part. That I think uh, our buddy Wolf would really enjoy, because he calls uh, Daniel Bryan the divorced dad. Yeah. Uh, when Bryan was leaving the arena, he had a mustard stain from the audience member at the top of the show. Yeah. Right dead center on his shirt, then a sad hoodie draped over his no pants. Yeah, that was a good. We're gonna have to send that to Wolf. Yeah. That shit was hilarious, man. So he, he looked like such a divorced dad. He did. So, I agree. Pretty good SmackDown, pretty good Raw, pretty good week in wrestling. Mm-hmm. So, once again, give us a follow on the gram. Subscribe on Apple Podcast app and on iTunes. Rate and review. Do it all. Do what you can to support. And before we get out of here, Jeff... Are you ready for that 30-second Bulls update? Sure am. Let's do it. Bulls fans. Bulls fans. 30-second Bulls update. Bulls fans. <laughs> Not much going on with the Bulls, but the Bulls are healthy. They have started their West Coast trip. Since I talked to you last, they have only had three games one was a, a a thriller with Indiana but the Indiana got the better of them did you happen to catch this one sauce no 
Oh, my. One of the better Bulls games in a while, uh, especially down the stretch. Uh, Levine, Markinen, and Dunn were all playing well in this game. And uh, Bulls did a little come from behind to tie it up and sent to overtime. And people were – Oladipo was hitting, Levine was hitting, everyone was hitting threes at the end. It was a three-party. Went to overtime and the three-party continued. Okay. And – uh, someone, someone on Indiana hit a three with a uh, .3 left in the game. Ooh. Yeah, and then they get the ball in. They uh, Bulls get a timeout, get to advance the ball front court. They get the ball in bounds. Zach Levine does a turnaround three, hits it. He thought he thinks it's before the buzzer. Sadly, it was right after the buzzer. Ooh. But he, he fucking got a fucking point three three-point shot off. Damn, that's a heartbreaker. Yeah. Did they win, Amazon, they win any games since we last heard from you? Nope, don't expect it anytime soon. After that, uh, on Sunday, <laughs> on Sunday, I thought I might get some of the Bears' depression off of me by going home and watching a pre-recorded Bulls game from earlier that day when they had Brooklyn at home in the daytime. It was a kid's, kid's game. But unfortunately, Brooklyn fucking kicked the shit out of them, and there's some optimistic Bears fans in the audience, and I just, I knew their day was going to be eventually ruined. <laughs> yep, they're not looking good. And last night, they started their West Coast trip of oh, the year. Not, not a good thing. at Portland. I watched that game. It, it was uh, surprisingly close, like, until the second half of the fourth quarter. I just wanted to give you a round of applause. (laughs) What's the round of applause for? I just found a sound machine. Oh, nice. So I just wanted to see if it was working. Go ahead. (laughs) Okay, uh, Portland never left by more than 10 until the latter stages of the fourth when it became a blowout, but... Either way, don't expect many wins on this West Coast trip. They're coming to Denver next Thursday. Are you gone? Fuck yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Taking the boys this time. Here, wait for it. (laughs) 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 It wasn't exactly what I was thinking, but okay. (laughs) Might be doing some catcalling at the game. Yeah, you never know. Yeah, Bulls fans, we are sitting at a firm... 10 wins and 31 losses. All right. So good for 13th place, I think, in the East. Oh, 10 and 31. Your original prediction's not looking good, Jeff. They would have to go on a 27 and 14 stretch to finish out their season to get my prediction. Okay. Yeah, that's going to be tough, guys. That'd be quite a turnaround. That'd be quite a turnaround, but if anybody can do it, it's Jack O'Lantern, Jim Boylan. <laughs> Let's give him a hand, everybody. <laughs> Woo! One more thing. Bulls uh, traded away Justin Holiday this week. All right, I did hear that. Did he get traded, or did they? Is he out of the league? He got 
traded to Memphis. Okay. Now, uh, in return, they gave us two shitheads that we waved and uh, a couple of picks. <laughs> couple of shitheads? Yeah, and because we got two for one, we had to go ahead and wave Cameron Payne, so he give me that shotgun again because he's gone. He gone. Bye-bye. Is that a horse? I don't know what the end I don't know what the end of that sound is. Uh, listen to the end of it. It starts out with like this. This is one shot. Is that like a that's missile? Like, what the hell is that? Sounds like a fucking bottle rocket. Yeah, I don't know. I don't get that. But yeah, Holiday's gone. Yep. No, no. Holiday's gone and Payne is out of the league. Uh-oh. Or out of a job. Sorry about you. And his, his smart ass went to Twitter and put up a praise hands emoji for leaving the Bulls organization. Do you think that's what he meant? That's that's the way ESPN took it. That's why I saw on um, High Noon. Maybe he meant like, pray for me, Lord. Like, well, I don't have a job. No, no, no. The, uh, the hands up, like raising the roof type emoji. Oh, not like praying. No, praise. Okay, I thought you said praying hands. I was like, oh, maybe he means like he needs your prayers because he doesn't have a job. No, it's, it's like a uh, raise the roof praise type emoji. <laughs> what the hell are you talking about, dude? You don't even have a job right now. <laughs> no. <laughs> Best of luck to you. Yep. All right. Well, that's... Uh, so we're at, what'd you say? One more time. 10 and... 10 and 31. 10 and 31, guys. Let's hear it for your Chicago Bulls. <laughs> All right, well, thank you for that 30-second Bulls update, Jeff. Yeah. We appreciate that. Eventually, it'll be 30 seconds. Yeah, I mean, they go a little long, but that's pretty much tradition. Yep. Um, so thanks to everybody out there that took the time to listen today. I hope you enjoy that the microphone was the, you know, the real, the good mic and not the internal mic of a laptop that's probably 10 years old. Uh, hopefully it sounds a little clearer for you this time. And thanks for hanging in with us. Yeah. Um, good week of wrestling. Terrible week of sports. Yep. And let's just hang in there and uh, go Chicago Bulls. Go Chicago Blackhawks. And it's just going to be a tough out for the rest of the year, guys. Yep. So, start that weight. Yep. Start that weight. And uh, just, you know, try to hang in there and try not to get crazy and do anything stupid. (laughs) Because the Chicago Bears will come back and we will ride again. And we are going for that Super Bowl! (laughs) Woo! And that's it. Night, night. Night, night. As things change, other things stay the same. Like Ohio Lottery scratch-offs, from small tickets to big tickets, from bright colors to flashy themes. There's something for everyone. Big wins make big stories, but it's the millions of small wins every day that make life-changing memories. 
and your biggest win will come by following the state-recommended safety protocols during this special holiday season. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. Two kinds of bacon and all kinds of delicious. Say hello to Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. 